The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Kyler Murray is your 2018 Heisman winner, and he'll be playing America's pastime, baseball instead of football. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the King of Bowl Season, and with me as always is my queen, AJ Dwayne Haskins got robbed Marchese. I'm just waiting to see how many uh, awards I get yelled at for today, Rob. And most of them. <laughs> today, we'll look at the new NFL draft declarations, the new Senior Bowl acceptances, and with all the college football awards wrapped up, we'll be doing awards of our own. So let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving down to Nashville, maybe. Looking for Annette or Bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day. Draft Matt Gay on the second day. Just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. Sure, watching football is fun, but it's more entertaining when you have some action on the games. Guys, you've heard me talking about this for weeks, and some of you are still on the sidelines. Whether you're an expert or rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like playing the numbers on roulette, you can create a big old parlay. Pick three teams to win. If you hit all three, you could turn $100 into $600. Could even do more. Who knows? <laughs> There's so much to bet on. College basketball, and football, NBA, NHL, custom props, even eSports, whatever those are. You name it. My bookie is the one bet I know you'll be happy with all year. I recommend these guys because I really trust them. My bookie has been in business for years. They've got great online reviews, and their mobile site is easy to use. Sign up this week, and my bookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Also, make sure to follow at BetMyBookie on Twitter. They personally respond to every mention and DM, not to mention that they've given away more than $10,000 of free money to their followers this football season. You'll be the first to know as soon as new odds and props are posted. Don't miss out on one of the best weeks to bet on sports this year. Log on to MyBookie right now and use the promo code HEAVEN25 to get 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code HEAVEN25. You play, you win, you get paid. MyBookie, MyBookie, MyBookie. I really wish you were like a spring break DJ in 1999 for MTV. That, man, think about how much Blink-182 and Sublime I'd be playing. I'd have frosted tips. You would. I think I, that's that's your best life, and you missed it. I'd also have um, the uh, barbed wire tattoo, like Brian Locker. Of course. And I'd always be in a tank top. I think Brian Locker should have frosted tips. He basically does now. Mm-hmm. All right, AJ. 
Uh, as we as we've been doing and will continue to do until all the underclassmen have declared for the 2019 NFL draft, we're going to take a look at some of the guys who declared this past week and uh, maybe look at their games a little bit. Um, so right off the top, let's start. Greedy Williams, the LSU corner, has declared. Not surprising. Yeah. Going to be a top 15 pick. Yeah. Mm, most likely will be the majority of people's cornerback one. At minimum, he'll be in the top two? two for everybody. Yeah. Yep. Um, he, he, He's going to be uh, really fun at the combine, too, I think, just because his movement skills. Yeah, I agree. Um. Adding to the defensive side of the ball, uh, Cleveland Farrell, the Clemson edge rusher, the I'd say clear cut, clear cut best defensive lineman on that Clemson roster. Agreed. Um, another guy who should be a top fifteen pick if everything goes right. Um, he uh, he's like six five two sixty. He's kind of stiff. He doesn't mm-hmm. have the bend you'd like to see, but he's got a lot of everything else. So he'll be an interesting eval. Um, but that no, that's another. This defensive line slash edge class is sick. Yeah, uh, it's definitely the strength of the, the class as a whole. Yeah, and another strength of this class is the receiver group. And we, oh yeah, we get Ole Miss receiver AJ Brown is in. Oh yeah, another. Pol- not, ca- it's kind of polarizing throughout the season, hasn't he been? Yeah, he's got because he had the a ton of hype behind his name and all that, and like you'd see in like a lot of mock drafts, he'd be like a top ten pick and mm-hmm. such, and then. Obviously, I think the majority of people think DK Metcalf is better than him. I know I do. I think you do. Um, you, you'll have to find out when we do our uh, wide receiver rankings. In, the- <laughs> in three months. Sick. In March. <laughs> can't, can't wait to hear. Uh, Sorry. But yeah, AJ Brown, The he he's going to be weird because he basically only played in the slot his entire time uh, mm-hmm. with the Rebels. and he. But he's a big slot. He's listed at 6'1", 230. That's and the the testing numbers I've seen that he apparently I, I think it was over the summer that he tested are fucking incredible. And if those are true, like he's gonna end up I think a first round pick if if like just because the numbers and at that size. Mm-hmm. He, but he's gonna be weird because I I don't know that you, like if you're drafting him you need to know he's at his best playing in the slot. Yeah, like he's uh, big time production this year and, and through his every, career yeah, too every year and um, yeah. I don't know. You, I think the first thing you can do to tell if someone actually watches tape is when they try to tell you AJ Brown's an outside receiver because he's a big bodied out. Like they'll say he's a big bodied outside receiver. This guy barely played outside in mm-hmm. his three years at Ole Miss. But I'll this, I guess I'll have to scratch that note out of my scouting report. But. <laughs> Reminds me of Juju Smith a, a little bit though. So Juju Smith Schuster. Oh Schuster. Okay. Uh, not not Juju Smith Brown. Who's that? Okay. Okay. Um, another old Miss prospect who will also be polarizing. Gregory Little. Yeah, Gre- Greg Little, the offensive tackle. Uh, another guy who entered the year like he had top ten no. hype. Yeah, number two tackle or some people's number one tackle. Yeah, in big high school recruit started his whole career at left tackle mm-hmm. for Ole Miss. A lot of hype. I don't think he lived up to that hype. I yep. don't think I I wouldn't touch him in the first round. Mm-hmm. I think he's more of a mid second to early third round guy mm-hmm. but at, I think he's like 6'5 um, 230 and he's going to test pretty well you so say I, 230? He, he might be 225 but he, he's uh, <laughs> you mean three three 
Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, he's he's less than AJ Brown. <laughs> but yeah, another polarizing guy, big athlete, but I think mm-hmm. a technical mess. He got his eight, his eight. He got his lunch eight by Nick Coe and <laughs> Ole Miss played Auburn this year, and Nick Coe is not someone I see as like a starter in the NFL anytime. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to clean up with his game, but. He's got the traits some teams will like, so I don't know, like how Colton Miller ended up being a first round pick. <laughs> like I have a bigger, like I think Greg Little is better than Colton Miller, so they, yeah. But I mean, so John Gruden does have three first round picks this year, so and, much and Greg Little will be selected, <laughs> probably. Um, speaking of a guy, John Gruden would probably like to get his oh. hands on Auburn quarterback Jared Stidham has declared, and because he's gonna graduate in time, he'll also be at the Senior Bowl. Which is good huge for him. for him. Yeah. But I'm very much not into Jared Stidham. I wouldn't take him on the day two of Second the draft. Day. I mm-hmm. think he's like a fourth round quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, well, we, we've already buried him. He's yeah, very much not for me, but you're going to still see big media trying to tell you he's a top 10 QB, probably, or yeah. like even a first round QB. Yeah. He To me, he really should have gone back to Auburn because you. He honestly, he does have the physical skill set needed. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, the mental processing, the poise. He just kind of has none of how that. How much he should have went back, but how much better is he going to get? Like he didn't, he didn't make the step this year. No, it's just this was such a bad year. I guess knowing he can go to the Senior Bowl is a big yeah part of it, though. Yeah. Like if he couldn't be at the Senior Bowl, it would have made no sense to declare. Also, the class is bad. Like I think he just. I think it's it's, the it's right probably the right yeah it's the smart business decision for him yeah I just don't think he's anything no nor do I but um uh, another strong position group that keeps getting guys declaring uh yeah. UCLA tight end Caleb Wilson has declared he's going to be a little bit polarizing too I think yeah I think I think I can see lots of people liking him but we, uh, he's he's we, yeah go ahead he's he's just like. I think he's listed at 6'5", 225. Like, he's real thin for a tight end. Yeah. he To me, on tape, uh, he, he was explosive. Having no Josh Rosen this year kind of hurt him. But anytime UCLA had successful passing plays, it was through him. If he tests really well, like I, he's going to be a top 10 tight end prospect. It's just <laughs> to, he could go anywhere from the mid-second round to, like, the fifth round. That's probably fair. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so that's an interesting one. Uh, one guy. You you like him, right? Who? The next guy? Oh, I, very, I I just did a game today, and I'm all in on this guy. I don't respect him. I'll tell you why in a minute, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm excited to hear why you don't respect him. Uh, <laughs> that's a stupid reason, don't worry. Of course it is. Uh, North Carolina receiver Anthony Ratliff-Williams. How could you not want to be coached by Graham Harrell? Okay, that's actually a really strong point. And going in my scouting notes, has a red flag. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Mac Brown. I was like, I wouldn't want to get coached by Mac Brown. No, no, me, me either. Have a beer with him? Sure, but coach, nah. Now that brings up this, is you can get coached by Graham Harrell while having a beer with Mac. That sounds great. They also hired Army's defensive coordinator. So, like, I'm I'm in. Yeah, they're going to be wild. They're going to be fun, yeah. Um, but Anthony Ratliff-Williams, you know... Last year, my my guy in the receiver class was Dante Pettis. I think. Well, it, it was Trey Quinn, but okay, whatever. Well, no, I mean it was both of them. 
<laughs> they're both. I, uh, I guess for where they got drafted, Trey Quinn was very much my guy. <laughs> yeah. I think he was my 10th rated receiver and was Mr. Irrelevant. So, <laughs> um, But, yeah, Anthony Ratliff-Williams is, I think, going to end up being that guy for me this year who I just really love. Um, I think he's like six foot two oh five, really clean release off the line, really physical after the catch. Uh, not the biggest guy, but uses his size well. Good hands, fights for every ball. Our guy, and in this receiver class, he he might he 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 could very well end up a day three pick that ends up mm-hmm. like a wide receiver two in the NFL. It's not ridiculous, Rob. Um, yeah. And here's one of your guys, Michigan State no, running back, Jay Scott. No, no, he, he's not one of my guys. Uh, is this a guy trying to capitalize on a weaker uh, running back class? It must with be. A, with a bigger name. Because he's, he's a big name, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because like, we've heard about him since he was a freshman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we heard that they were going to redshirt him because he didn't play enough this year. Years that he was el- he's going to be eligible for redshirt and return again next year. Yep. Um, but obviously he's declared, and I think that, like you said, the running back class probably had a big part of it. But yeah. I have seen some people really, or no. I shouldn't say some people. I should say there's whispers that scouts really love him. No, like I've seen Dane Brugler tweet that like scouts think LJ Scott is very good. No, which I I yeah I don't see it. To me, he's a jag. Like he can be a third string running back in the league. Pro comp, Josh Adams. Nothing like him, but <laughs> Josh Adams is already a Pro Bowl running back, dude. Oh, fuck. Uh, I think my comp on him is actually Rashad Jennings. Like, like he can be okay. He doesn't... It's, there's just no one trait with him that I think is all that great. No, I, yeah, I'm not a fan. No. And it's strange, like, I don't even... I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he'll get drafted. But also, he could go in the third round because the NFL's wild. Yeah. He's the next Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, probably. They did go to the same school. I don't know if you know that. Wait, really? Yeah. Didn't know. And the next the next Michigan State running back is going to be him, too, because Lev plays with his brother. So. Uh, next guy up, Oklahoma State edge rusher Jordan Brailford. The clear best defensive player on Oklahoma State's team. They led the nation in sacks, right? I think. Did they? Him and... When I, I watched him, his tape, him and I want to say Phillips, but I think he was an off-ball linebacker. They were just getting after it, though. It was weird because I didn't <laughs> think Oklahoma State like did anything on defense. I feel like I feel like saying Oklahoma State led the nation in sacks is like saying the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lead the NFL in offense. It's just like <laughs> it's circumstances. Yeah, you know? I don't know. Just because everyone they're playing is passing every play. Yeah, but yeah, for both teams, pretty much. Let me double check that they. Uh... Okay, I'll talk about Brailford then. Um, not, not like a super stud or anything. I think he can be a like a mid to late day three pick who is a rotational edge on your D line. Oklahoma State is, is they used him in a cool way. They had him line up at edge. They line him up on the interior of the defensive line. They'd even line him up at off ball linebacker and have him do like exotic blitzes. It was mm-hmm. it was pretty cool usage of him. I thought. Um, he also, he, he doesn't have one go-to pass rush move I found, but he seems like he's just willing to try any pass rush move, which I kind of respect. Like he, he definitely has to find the one, like you got to have one go-to move and then 
some sort of counter move like that you're just that those are your best moves he he can like he'll throw a spin move he'll do a a, a, a club uh a club and rip and like he'll just any given plays a different pass rush move whereas a lot of like very not maybe not very good pass rushers but good pass rushers have go-to moves he just kind of tries the trump card move yeah yeah which uh, Oklahoma, cool, Oklahoma State finished six in sacks I think they were leading at one point that seems wild can you tell me who led the nation in sacks Jalen Ferguson uh he was tied but I'm talking with the, the team oh who led Oklahoma State in sacks no 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 which team led the country in sacks uh I don't know it's the Sutton Smiths of Northern Illinois oh 50, 50 sacks Good, good, good. Anyway, uh, another Sonnen Smith led the led the nation. Him and Ferguson tied, right? I thought Ferguson had fifteen and a half, and Sutton had fourteen and a half, but I don't know. I don't know. Sacks are weird, right? It's not even an official stat yet in college football, is it? It is. I'm joking. What are you talking about? Okay. Anyway, back to back to what we're doing here. Uh, another receiver declared Colorado State's uh, yeah best receiver, Preston Williams, who's a Tennessee Vol transfer. We talked a lot about a lot about him in like week zero and week one. Yeah, because he was because well, I mean, week zero like six teams played in Colorado that Colorado State Hawaii game was the best game. <laughs> yeah, and he made a ton of plays. He finished with a really really good statistical year. He I I just did an I think I've done only two I want to say two games of him. He reminds me a lot of Josh Reynolds. That's cool. That means I'll, we'll fall in love. with Yeah, him very soon. like big catch radius can go up and get it. Not like some elite athlete, but good enough. Like he's an NFL receiver. I like, I like Preston. Williams. I do too. He's yeah. he's very he's very fun to watch. Uh, another tight end, Texas State tight end Keenan Brown. <laughs> Didn't know who he was until he declared. Watch tape yeah. post declaring. I like him. Oh really? Okay. Yes, I think he can be an interesting move tight end. He 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 seems quite athletic. Uh, he's physical too. They 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 play him a lot like all over the place. Mm-hmm. He he was interesting. Their quarterback was bizarre. If you want to watch a weird quarterback, well, I don't know who he was, but Texas State QB, man. He reminded me of, like, the Texas State's knockoff version of Sam Ellinger. So, That's, that sounds sick. Yeah, it was very cool. Uh, kind of a surprising one. Central Michigan had bunting declare last week, which made sense. Their other corner, Xavier Crawford, now decla- has declared... Doesn't that suck just for the team? Like, how often do you see like, like, not super high profile small school guys declare early at all in the first place, and then Central Michigan loses their top two guys? Yeah, and like Bun- at the same position, Bunting you know I mean? has NFL starter potential. I think I liked mm-hmm. I liked his tape at least. Um, this guy Xavier Crawford, I like I had zero idea who he was, and I came away like this is a pretty good corner like. He could make an NFL roster. So, uh, that does suck a lot for Central Michigan. <laughs> Poor Chippewas. Um, but, yeah, that was kind of surprising, but I ended up being more impressed with this tape than I thought I would be. Um, another one, FAU receiver Javon Durant, who is, I believe, he was a West Virginia transfer. Um, he kind of surprisingly uh, declared. He, yeah. he is... Um, Rail thin. I think it was either said six foot one seventy. A lot of speed. Really good job separating. Awful hands. Like he, I think 
I watched North Texas game. I think he, he had at least three drops. It's not, so it, not he's great. just hoping to go to Indy and Yeah, so I think run. him is going to – he'll be very dependent on his 40-yard dash. If he even gets to Indy. Yeah. I guess he – if you're declaring early, you have to figure you're getting to Indy though, right? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, and finally, uh, Northwestern State receiver Jazz Ferguson. I had to sift through an entire broadcast to watch him. Was it worth it? <laughs> Fuck yeah, it was worth it. It took me so long. Uh, anyway, uh-huh. he, uh, I was interested in him because he's an LSU transfer. Mm-hmm. He's 6'5", 225. I was like, that's enough for me to put three hours into watching a Texas A&M Northwestern State game just to evaluate him. Uh, big guy, uses his size really well, really physical. Uh, one of the best run-blocking receivers I think I've seen. Um, hands are pretty inconsistent. Doesn't run routes, just or like does run routes, but not good ones. Just kind of wins because he's bigger than everyone else. Had two mm-hmm. massive plays in the game, though. Um, I kind of, I think he'll probably be at Indy, and a lot of his stock will be dependent on how athletic he is, because he's such a big guy. I don't know that he's that athletic. Now, uh, weird question for you. Yes. Any relation to Ego Ferguson? Not that I know of, but that's a—that's not something I thought about. That's interesting. <laughs> Is it though? Not I really. I'd, I'd be interested. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll start scouring for you. Thank you. Please, yeah. Call oh. your sources. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That yeah. That's all the uh, early declarations for this week. On to the new Senior Bowl acceptances. Um, there's a ton because they did that show announcing a ton. That yeah. I think they, I think Jim Nagy said there's only ten more spots available, or ten more. I shouldn't say spots available. Ten more invites that they can send out. Oh wow! I uh, it's Jalen Ferguson's brother. Oh what? Oh, I knew that. I read that. No, okay. I, I didn't read it. They said it during the broadcast. Now, are they both related to Jalen Ferguson? No, the Fergusons I'm... are just dominating uh, Louisiana football. You're not wrong. Um. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so Jim Nagy said, I think there's only 10 more invites they can send out. Um, mm-hmm. They had a ton more acceptances this week. Good thing they bring fullbacks to the Senior Bowl. Yeah, well, hey, last year your boy Bodden went, remember? I hate Nick Bodden. What are you talking about? But yeah, you got drafted. You, no, you you didn't think he was good, but you liked to, him as a person or something. I don't know. I'm happy Because he was like, remember, he was, a, he was a high school quarterback, and he was recruited there as a quarterback, and they moved him to a fullback. Oh yeah, I, he's a bad player though. Anyways, but he like broke, pick, he like broke the face try. masks. So yeah, you tell no, me. No, he was bad at block. Anyways, doesn't matter. Let's not get into this. He whiffs so much. Anyways, you're, you're I mean, you love San Diego State football. I do love San Diego, State. but I was like, I I saw something special with that running back. I forget his name, but it's like block better for this game. Um. Anyway, <laughs> new Senior Bowl acceptances. We'll go through there since there's so many. We'll go. Uh, there's a lot more offense than defense this week. And we got our full special teams uh, filled out. So exciting! Uh, we'll start on offense. We got three QBs starting with Missouri quarterback Drew Locke. Unsurprising. Um, yep. Big if, name quarterback. If he has a big week, someone's going to take him in the first round. Probably. How about Will Greer? What if he has a big week? I don't think he's a first round pick. Someone will take him in the second round. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, the three we got this week: Locke, Greer, and Stidham, all at quarterback. All quarterbacks that I th- I want to say the 
the national media prefers than like they like more than we do. I don't I don't see any of these guys as first round picks. For the national media, this must be a really exciting quarterback group. Yeah, probably. For us, it's really boring. It sucks. Unless, yeah. Like, they need to get... Oh, it just sucks that stick. Rip, Rip and Stick both aren't going to be there. I'm assuming yeah. the final spot's going to Daniel Jones. Which, which would, I want. I want yeah. that, because that'd be my number one QB at the Senior Bowl. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Locke, I think Locke has the most to gain. Uh, I, I kind of just think Greer is what he is. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And Stidham, I think, could really hurt himself at the Senior Bowl. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I can agree with Locke. Yeah, angrier. We'll see yeah. what happens with Stidham. Like I can see Locke going to one on ones and just using that arm to make yeah. massive plays, and that'll get people really buying in. So what you're saying is the mystique of Jared Stidham is better than? I the think so. Substance. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's still living off hype from that one year at Baylor. Baylor. Yeah. Um, we got two running backs. Uh, one pretty big name, Washington running back Miles Gaskin. Not surprised. Uh, I'm very excited he's going to be there because I, I love Miles Gaskin. I I'm really excited to see him, like linebackers try to cover him in like one on ones. I don't know that he'll elevate himself beyond. We also might be higher on him than some yeah, people. Yeah, I, I think we are. But yeah, like I think he can go as high as the second round. Mm-hmm. He's probably more like a third round pick. But he's just he fits the mold of a satellite back for today's NFL more than mm-hmm. probably a, every running back in this class. Yeah. Um and I'm really excited. Raquel Armstead, but whatever. He's not a satellite back at all. Yeah, he's, he's just a straight out. up starting running back, baby. <laughs> and he's gonna catch you the ball. Never mind. I know, I know, no, I know. I just like Gaskin's scatty. Yeah, Gaskin's he's gonna more make his mo- Yeah. Gaskin's gonna make his money in like a James White role. Yeah. Uh, another running back who I think is going to push up the board the more we see and we'll see him at the Senior Bowl, Dexter Williams from and Notre Dame. In the playoffs, too. Yeah. He's interesting. He's I think he's kind of twitchy. He's got some size to him. He runs really hard. I'm definitely a fan of his. It's a weird running back class. It's very up in the air after the top three guys, probably. Well, and, I mean, Ronnie Anderson's even up in the air. Yo, definitely. With, definitely. With the injury, so. Um but I think that's like the top the the running back tier one is Harris Montgomery Anderson in whatever order you want. Then you mm-hmm. kind of have like a, a tier two of where like you'd see Henderson, um, Singletary. Yeah, I don't think Zach Moss is going to declare just because of the injury. Um, could be Gaskin. Right. Yeah, and then yeah, I'd probably throw Gaskin in that. And national media says Bryce Love. I think he's like a late day three pick. Uh, and we got a fullback, Wisconsin's Alec Ingold. I mean, if you're going to invite... Is it a- time to stop inv- like bringing fullbacks to the Senior Bowl? No, because you still need them. Maybe. I mean, I would much prefer this spot go to someone who's going to get drafted. Like, But like with all the tight ends they bring in, like one of them can't play fullback, like just for the sake of practice. I don't even... Who uses a fullback consistently in like a true fullback consistently in their offense? In the NFL? Yeah. I can't think of anyone. Yeah, exactly. It does it doesn't make sense necessarily. Like to me you almost I'm I'm more in on just drafting or not drafting, signing undrafted free agents that are 
who were really productive linebackers in college, really physical but unathletic, like not athletic enough to be NFL linebackers, just moving to fullback. It's a little bold, but okay. I mean, is it? Who's uh, who? Nick Ballore? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And you see that catch he made? In, what was that, Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, yeah. Maybe, yeah. So am I wrong? No. And that's all we'll have to say about Wisconsin fullback Alec Ingold. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to invite a fullback, might as well be from Wisconsin. I totally agree, yeah. Okay, we got a ton of receivers. We got some massive good names. Ones. Yeah, good ones, yeah. Starting off the top, I think the best one, South Carolina receiver Debo Samuel. Yep. Who, although I don't think he'll end up being a first-round pick, like he had a bit of hype entering the season, I think yep. he's an early second-round pick who's – Instantly a starting slot in the NFL. I think he's very Randall Cobb-like. I'm super excited to see him uh, in Mobile. I think he has a chance to just take over against uh, DBs. I Early Randall Cobb, you mean, right? Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, when, it's not like when you're comping someone, you mean when they're... like. He's not, he's I'm, not pro- I'm comping this man to Peyton Manning on the Broncos Super Bowl run. Where he no, hold, hold on. Randall Cobb should be in his prime right now. He just isn't. Because he's so injured. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, another guy who's going to be a slot, Clemson's uh, Hunter Renfro, who classic senior bowl get yeah. where you're mm-hmm. just gonna, he's going to win on routes and be awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see Hunter Renfro, especially against some of the – because we got a tall DB group. Yeah. Renfro could... Uh... He could toast some of those tall corners. Mm-hmm. Or he could get handled. Who knows? That's the fun <laughs> of it all. Um, a burner, uh, Missouri receiver Emmanuel Hall, who he's he's just going to flat out win it, uh, some routes with just uh, yeah. straight line speed. I'm not huge on Emmanuel Hall. I think he can help himself. In but he style. definitely can. I want to see a big, like a, a larger route tree from him. Uh, he he yeah. reminded me a lot, when I watched him in the summer, reminded me a lot of Devin Smith at Ohio State where... Yeah, yeah, he's going to win on that go route a lot, mm-hmm. and he's really good at it. But what else can he do? And he's not going to mm-hmm. win the, the same consistency with that in the NFL either. That's fair, yeah. So I want to really see him. And it's nice that he has Locke there too. Um, yes. And he, he, he was battling injuries near the end of the year. But Another receiver's got his quarterback there too next. Yeah, David Sills of West Virginia, who's also a quarterback technically. Wait, what? Um, that's, a, that's, I, that's an interesting one. I think like like I'm I'm not surprised that he's there. I don't know how much he can help himself or hurt himself. Yeah, he's kind of. I think we know what David Sills is. Yeah, I think so too. He he's weird because he's not. I don't think he's going to test very well. He's also not a great route runner or anything. He's he, he also doesn't have the best hands in the world. That's the big part for him, I think. Yeah, show consistency with his hands. Just can't, strong hands. Yeah. yeah, but he's got a really nice catch radius, and when the ball's in the air, he generally knows how to make a play on it. Mm-hmm. He's he's one of the weirder receivers. Uh, another receiver who I think really hurt himself this season, Louisville's Jalen yes. Smith. Yeah, kind of similar skill set to Emmanuel Hall, where he's a outside burner type. Without Lamar Jackson this year, he just disappeared on the field. Mm-hmm. He has. This is really big for him. Yeah, he's like the with the a bad week, he might not get drafted. I actually agree with that. Um, and then two res- small school dudes, two small school wide receivers, neither of which have tape, so I haven't seen anything really on them. Uh, mm-hmm. Old Dominion's Travis Fulcam and Northern Colorado's Alex Wesley. Um, I'm always in for seeing some small school dudes, but. With some of the receivers Fulton who could be there. Yeah, yeah. Like, they need to get DeMarcus Lodge there. 
And there's more than just DeMarcus Lodge. I just can't think right now. There's, like, a bunch of really interesting senior receivers. But uh, it's always fun seeing small school guys kind of come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, then we got some tight ends. The se- like we've talked about before, the senior tight end class, not great. The most intriguing one is definitely San- who- who's uh, on this list here. Uh, San Jose State's tight end Josh Oliver. Produced this year, big time, didn't he? Yeah, really athletic, getting a lot of draft Twitter hype lately. Um, I'm very mm-hmm. excited to see him because he could end up like the senior tight end class is wide open. This whole tight end group is going to be wonky. Like, not just for the senior role, just in general. What do you mean? Like, it could be really, really, really strong. It could be, or it could be really, really, really weird. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's all dependent on the underclassmen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, there is not a single senior tight end going the first two but- days of the draft. You know, yeah, but you remember like last year's class? It was like the senior build dudes, and then like three other guys we could we thought could have got, been drafted. Yeah, this year it feels like there's like thirty tight ends. Yeah, um, but yeah, Oliver definitely the most interesting senior tight end, and Alize Mack, who also is going I, Notre yeah. Dame tight end. I think he's maybe the second most interesting senior. I agree. Yeah, uh, I think he can. This he could, could prove something. Yeah, this is a huge week because they Notre Dame did not do a good job of getting him consistently involved. But the no. flashes with him are really impressive, I found. Maybe we'll see some in the playoffs. Yeah, you like referencing that, don't you? Only for Notre Dame, for some reason. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's another good get. Um, then a really steady tight end will be there, Washington's Drew Sample. Mm-hmm. He's a, like, He seems like just a dude who could be a tight end two for a decade in the NFL. Good blocker, top. You dub, you dub people thought he's better than Will Disley, though, last year, if I remember correctly. I think that's true. Like they they thought they thought that I don't think he's yeah. as good a blocker as Disley though. No, no, not blocking. Like no, a just rece- yeah. as a receiver. But I again, I like Sample and I think he's going to be a good tight end too. But I don't think he's like got some incredible pass catching upside or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the guys who declared that was kind of surprising, Utah State's Dax Raymond. We now see yeah. that he's uh, Senior Bowl eligible and he is going, so it makes a lot more sense that he declared. Yeah, he he's, he's a little interesting. Yeah, he is a big week, and he he could be, uh, I don't know, midday three guy. <laughs> um, and final tight end, West Virginia's Trevon Wesco, who's a big body dude that uh, I haven't seen a ton of. Mm-mm. Even watching West Virginia games, it's because they got the three miles to feed at receiver. Yeah. Um. So. I, I mean, considering who the senior tight ends are, they got a group of interesting guys that I'm kind of excited to see. They could trot anyone out, and you'll be excited about the rub. It's not wrong. Uh, and then three offensive tackles, except their invite. West Virginia's Yodney Kajus. That's a huge get. Yes. I, th- I think we both think he could be a first-round pick. Yes. Really, really clean pass blocker. He has some of the best balance you'll see from an offensive mm-hmm. tackle. I think that's his best trait. Uh, really excited to see him. Washington's killed McGarry, who's a right tackle and just a massive mauler. Not a like. I'm not a huge fan of his, but it's a good get. I think he can be starting right tackle in the NFL. Yeah, six eight, three forty. He's huge. Yeah, he could also really struggle this week though, right? That's With true. some of the uh, edge rushers going against, and being super tall isn't always great if you don't have good bend. Uh, and then a, a guy who I kind of like, I liked uh, in the summer, USC's uh, Chuma Idoga. He 
Izuke could do wonders for himself at the senior bowl. Jim Nagy really talked him up on Twitter. Yeah, he's he was but to me when I watched USC, he was every time the offensive line was a mess outside of him. <laughs> yeah. Um. He's yeah. He's interesting. Jumping to the oh wow, I can't speak. Jumping, Jumping to, to the, the defensive <laughs> side of the ball, a uh, bunch of edge rushers, starting with Michigan's Chase Winovich. Yeah, he can play himself in the second round with a big Senior Bowl week in my mind. Yep, um, I agree. I'm pretty damn excited to see him, especially because he'll be trash talking. Yeah, he'll he'll just be fun like to watch there. Yeah, definitely. Like pure as like as a television. He's also got a <laughs> hell of a rip move, and I want to see it against a guy like McGarry. Uh, another guy who had first round hype entering the year but didn't no. quite live up to it because. <laughs> Oregon plays him out of position, so it wasn't great. So it's going to be nice to actually see this him is, playing on the edge, Jalen Jones. This is big for Jalen, though. Yeah. It's a big week for him. Like, I don't think the first round is coming for him. No. But but a big week, he goes in the second round. He's 6'6", 250. They made him play 5-tech at Oregon, which sucks. It's kind of like how Josh Sweat was misused at Florida State. Um, yeah. But Jelk's big athletic. He could have a huge week. And yeah, play himself in the second round, I think. That, like, this weekend, or this week, well, I wish. <laughs> the week in Mobile and uh, the Combine are big for him. Yeah. Um, Georgia's Jonathan Ledbetter, who I know he's listed as an edge, but I think he's going to be a, more of a five-tech type dude in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Just a really solid player. I, like, I almost want to, like, similar, a bit similar to, like, what Dietrich Weiss is in the NFL. Yeah. Get some inside-outside. Um, not going to blow you away with any athleticism, but just plays with good leverage, plays smart football. Uh, another Georgia edge, DeAndre Walker, who people have been high, like up and down with him. There's some games where he looks like really great and he, he almost takes over, and there's some games where he's just destroyed. Jawan Taylor of Florida ate him up when they played Florida. Mm-hmm. So he'll need, he'll need a really big week, I think. Um, TCU's other edge, LJ Collier. There's no tape on him. I haven't seen him play, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> Next two are fun, though, Rob. Uh, m- one of my favorite players in the draft, Arizona State interior defensive lineman Rennell Wren. Yeah, who's just a leverage beast. He yeah. loves to just drive uh, offensive linemen back. Uh, he could really, really help himself. I want to see that bull rush in one-on-one drills. That's yeah. That's one of my favorite senior bull invites for sure. Okariki, and yeah, linebacker Stanford. That's a good one too. Oh, that's a big one. I think just because, like, he again, be a the, lot of the linebackers are underclassmen. He might be the class of the group. Yeah, he might be. I we, I think we talked about that a bit before. He's, yeah. uh, it's he's probably, I think the best senior linebacker, off ball so. off ball linebacker. Yeah, yeah. Um, really athletic guy, and some of the flashes are really impressive with him. Like. I think we both mm-hmm. think he can be an NFL starting linebacker. Yep. Yeah. I like Okereke. Yeah, so a huge week from him, and he ends up being like a, a day two pick. Uh, another – this is a decent one. Notre Dame's uh, Tavon Coney. He had a really nice year. I think he played Should himself the up playoffs, the board. Though. Yeah, shut up. Um, I, I don't love Tavon Coney, but I th- like he's going to be drafted. Um, USC linebacker Cameron Smith. The name's bigger than the yeah the production yeah he's more of a old school In the tape yeah. yeah like he I think he'll, he he doesn't have the athleticism to be a every down linebacker in the NFL you can mm-hmm. I forget which game. it might have been the Stanford game he just kept getting exposed for his lateral agility they were like almost attacking him in, in the run game um, 
So yeah, he'll he'll need a huge week in showing his movement skills and coverage. Both him and Gus and I know Gus and got hurt, but like their names are bigger than yeah, than, which isn't surprising because it's USC. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think Bobby Okereke, like just looking at the other linebacks there, his athleticism will be showcased really well. Um, oh yeah. Jumping to special teams now. Uh, the kickers. Oklahoma's Austin Siebert and LSU's Cole Tracy. Good gets. I, I'm pretty excited for Tracy. He, I think he's the best kicker I saw this year. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he'll win the Groza from our awards later. Maybe. Maybe he will. Uh, the two ponders are Utah's Mitch Wisnowski and Stanford's Jake Bailey, who were probably two two of the five best punters I saw this year. Wisnowski is 26 Australian. Yeah, I know. So. He's not going to get drafted. <laughs> no. Bailey might get drafted though. Bailey, Bailey, I think is the best punt, like senior punting prospect. Maybe the winner, one of them will win the Ray guy. Not for me. Um, there's one punter that was a fucking stud, uh, and then two long snappers who will never, ever, ever be as good as Tanner Crew. Retweet. Indiana's. If Tanner Crew can't get drafted with his senior bowl well, week, then no long snapper will ever get drafted because of uh, senior bowl week. Yeah, no, you're you're very much correct. I've never seen a long snapper do what Tanner Crew did during the senior bowl. He didn't even Is make he, an NFL team, so I don't even yeah. know. I was upset he was But but, long but we both know that's because there's a way this long snapper gig works. You have to bide your time. You have to get cut you, a few times. Yeah, you have to get cut a few times. You got to do a couple magic shows, whatever else they do. And once you make it, you're set for at least a decade. Really, yeah. you're on that roster until you decide you're not. Pretty much, pretty much, and a couple of YouTube videos where you're like putting into garbage cans from fifty yards out or something. That usually helps. Yeah, contact us, Tanner. We'll get you a gig. Um, come to Canada. Indiana long snapper Dan Godsill and Georgia long snapper Nick Moore. I don't. I yeah, sure. <laughs> really good gets. I, I'm going to trust Jim on this one. Me too. The one thing I know about Nagy is he knows how to evaluate a long snapper. Because he he brought Carew into the Seahawks last year, right? Yeah, he would have. Was he still, was he still there? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I get, yeah. Post draft, I think he would have been. Yeah. Um. Also, who who is the Seahawks long snapper? Um. Not now. One. Who? What, before? Yeah, before right now. I forget his name. Anyway, uh, Schmidt. Oh, is it, was it Schmidt? I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, he, he, my brother and him are Snapchat friends. What? Yeah, it was super weird. Bearing the lead there. Yeah, and he like Snapchat my brother before. So, me and uh, me and Ryan Plackham are Snapchat friends. So, okay, that's no like way fucking cooler. <laughs> I wish. You trying to work on John Ryan still? No, he's too cool for me. I know it. I accepted it, but no. Oh, well, you're not wrong. Wow, AJ, it's officially <laughs> bowl season. Wow! Wow! You know how to spice things up and make a little extra money for Christmas, AJ? Uh, no. Bet on, bet on the games at my bucky, AJ. No, sorry, at my bucky, comma, AJ. <laughs> I feel like it also, I could also ruin Christmas like that, but hey. No, wrong. They're my <laughs> go-to bookie when I'm feeling a little frisky and want to cash in. Even better, right now at my bookie, they'll give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. Just go to my bookie and use the promo code HEAVEN25. There's no season like bowl season, baby. My Bucky, let's get frisky. Are you trying to make that like your your catchphrase? Let's get frisky, yeah. It's fucking okay. cool. Okay. You you don't think that's cool. To each their own. Thank you. 
to my own I am. Uh, okay, 2019 NFL Draft College Football Award Spectacular Time. So basically, me and AJ took all the... I made up some extra awards. but Yeah, they're fun, though. They're fun. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we took the majority of the awards. We, I, I changed a couple a little bit. But, yeah, the majority of the real awards and just kind of change it to make them for this only draft-eligible guys, like the Heisman trophies for the best prospect we saw. We'll explain them as we go. Maybe. Okay. Maybe, maybe, if we don't forget to. Um, so, yeah. We'll, do you want to start off at the top with the biggest ones or – I don't really think that's it's up. Too. It's up to you. Yeah. No, let's start at the bottom. Yeah, with the special teams. Yeah, let's get them out of the way because I don't want to end the show on the special teams. That's and uh, I already teased them, so let's uh, just start. That's unlike you. You love special teams. Yeah, okay, well, I want to get to them first. I'm just joking. <laughs> the Lou Groza Award for the best kicking prospect you saw this year. I got Colt Tracy. I do too. I think he's like a legit NFL kicker. I spent yeah, me too. I spent a lot of time researching. I really wanted to have Matt Gay, but I couldn't, man. He, he didn't have the year I wanted him to have. Uh, Tracy was 25-29. I don't think he missed an extra point. Along with 54. I think he only missed one from 50. Missed two. Plus two? Yeah, he's three or five. I thought he was four or five. No, you're a fool. Look at the stats department on this. <laughs> Regardless, he was he's my Lou Groza. Yeah, I think he was the best kicker I saw from like right away starting with that LSU-Miami game. They mm-hmm. they also had a cool story because he transferred from some tiny school to LSU. Yeah, um, he's going to be a legit NFL kicker, I think. Uh, who's going to win the real Groza? Is it Seaver? The Syracuse kicker won it. Oh really? Yeah, all the awards are done, man. The, the Heisman awards. the Heisman happened. Did you know that? I know. Wait, what? Yeah. Who won? Um. Who who won the Syracuse kicker? Oh shit! Okay. What? Oh, for the Heisman. Oh, okay, anyway. <laughs> I'm just getting all confused. Uh, Raid Guy Award for the best punting prospect you saw this year. Uh, he's not at the Senior Bowl. I know we, we teased that. Mine's not a senior, so I think he should declare. New Braden Mann? Yeah, the Texas. He actually Texas won the Raid. He actually won the Raid Guy, too. Yeah. Uh, he averaged. Wait, is that, that, was that your pick? Than, yeah, that's how I got Oh, okay. It. He averaged more than 50, the only player in the country to do so. 51.1. That's big time. I've never seen outside of Michael Dixon. Obviously, God. last year, God. um, a, a punter be such a weapon for a team when AM played Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, the best punter I have ever seen, uh, in college, I should say, Michael Dixon. Man, might be the second best I've seen. Zach, the, no, you didn't have to say the in college part after Michael Dixon. Yo, I know. I'm for man, just to get my point across about man, though. <laughs> um, Against Kentucky, he was an absolute weapon. There was another game I watched this year where he's just a freak show of a punter. He's just got a booming leg. He better win his bowl games uh, MVP. I don't see any way he doesn't. Uh, longer BD2, which turns me on. That, I think that was in the Kentucky game. Mm-hmm. I think it was, too. Because I, I remember just losing my mind. Um, and the Devin Hester. This one's made up. This Wait, should, what? This isn't real? Why isn't this a real award? Good point, yeah. Stupid NCAA. Uh, the Devin Hester Return Man Prospect of the Year Award. Wait, it's real in the game, though. Yeah, but it's That's just called the Return year. Specialist Award. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's not a real award, though. I don't know. Uh, this was hard for me. I don't think anyone... There was really no... There was out. definitely no... It's Standout. definitely this guy. There was, like... There was a handful of guys you could look at for it, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I had a tough time. I don't even feel good. I went with a guy that I think... Could be an NFL return man, because like he's an actual prospect. 
Uh, I settled on Mikkel Harmon from Georgia. I had a really tough time with this one. Uh, he averaged 21, 20.1 per punt return. He had a punt return touchdown, 25 per kick. There was just no there's no standout this year, man. Um, Wait, sorry, who'd you pick? Mikkel Hardman. Oh, that's a that's a pretty good pick. I he was not in my top three. Um, I went with Isaiah Wright, the Temple kid. That we okay, cool. We talked about him. Yeah, he was my second one. Yeah, we talked about him in the summer grades when we like he just caught. I remember he caught your eye when we were just watching Temple tape. Um, we weren't like yeah, yeah. specifically mm-hmm. watching him, yep. but uh, yeah, he was really damn good as a return man for Temple this year. Uh he's not going to declare, but. No, that's yeah. He's yeah. he's gonna be an interesting receiver prospect next year. I think he's six two two twenty. Yeah, between two ten and two twenty, six two for sure. Yeah. Um. Oh wow. What's uh, that? Uh, Antoine Wesley just declared. Oh, cool. That's good. Uh, that's uh, another massive receiver. I like yeah. Um, this this group just keeps getting stronger and stronger. I I like Antoine Wesley a lot. Yeah, he. Uh, I gotta do more tape on him, but I wonder if Vasher's mm-hmm. gonna declare now too. Maybe. Uh, okay. I also looked at Boston College's Michael Walker, who I think yeah. he's a, he's a receiver who's gonna definitely like 100. percent He's going undrafted, but I think he could make a team as a return man. And Toledo receiver Deontay Johnson, who I think's got some upside as a return man. Uh, do you want to do defense or offense first? Uh, it's up to you. Okay, the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award for the best senior. <laughs> Prospect at quarterback. This was easy. Uh, uh, who'd you pick? Brett Rippon. It wasn't close. I uh, I went with Will Greer. Oh, okay. You put you you Will Greer above Brett Rippon. Uh, I haven't done any this year, Rippon, and in the offseason I did. Uh, Rippon's very good. I think it's it's between them two. I think there's absolutely no other debate. Drew Lock. Yeah, I have Drew Lock above Will Greer in my rankings. Do you really? I think so. Anyways, but I went with the the performance in college too. We, okay, let's get this out of the way. We don't know how we're doing these awards. We're making it up as we go. Along. Yeah, I have Drew Lock. I have Drew Lock is QB six. Will Greer is QB seven. Yeah, but we're, are we just doing our rankings? Who had the better season? No, no. I was just telling you because you didn't. I wasn't I sure. Brett yeah, Brett okay. Rippin had the best season. Brett Rippin was the most important player to his team. Boom! Ooh, Roasted. I don't, I don't care that Will Greer won. Was That's not true at all. Alexander Madison had the most carries in college football this year. Yeah, he's so that's just dude. not true. That's just not true. Wait, Will what? Greer's dude, clearly he, more important. Brett Rippin is Rippen. literally he can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I know you're yeah, down I'm not, on him for no reason. I'm but, not down. I'm, I'm not arguing who's a better prospect. But this is that's I'm, what it's about. Yeah, but you said Rippin's the most important player to his team, and that's just yeah, I was true. obviously kidding. Will Greer finished fourth okay. in the Heisman. Wait, he did. When did they do this? I think I just totally missed it. Wait, I don't know if you're kidding or not. <laughs> yes, I'm kidding. Uh, Greer, obviously a big, big statistical year. Ripping, they're the two choices. I don't know. I mean, True Lock didn't have a good enough year, I don't think. No, but the to, national to, media to will tell you he did. Yeah. Uh, Greer had a good year. Uh, yeah. For almost 4,000. 37 touchdowns, 8 picks. Ripping is, like, it's between the two of them. I'm not even trying to argue Ripon. Uh, sorry, against Ripon. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Davey O'Brien, just b- best QB prospect. But again, neither of us really know how we're doing this, so... I'm doing it a mix between like mine's, prospects Justin Herbert's and, my QB1, but he didn't win this award for me. Yeah, me too. Okay, cool. Um, I'm doing it a mix between prospect and uh, how they were this year for their college. Okay, I think that's what I'm doing, but I'm not going to say that's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. So you can bend your own rules. I respect that. I went with Dwayne Haskins, though. As did I. 
Okay. I don't think uh, no quarterback prospect obviously did more for themselves than Dwayne Haskins. Absolutely. Uh threw for forty five hundred yards, forty seven touchdowns, eight picks. Uh that's like Big Ten records around. Yeah, I don't know. That's a it was a pretty obvious one. Yeah, he he's gonna I think be a top ten pick. Um he, and I think he should have finished second in the Heisman race. Um See, uh, yeah, I remember like a month ago when we were like arguing between Tua and Kyler. Mm-hmm. And I still thought like, like Tua, obviously he was he's a great player, but he didn't he never played like any fourth quarters. Yeah, I anything. just think and then and, and then the Jor- the way Haskins played in the last against Michigan and down the stretch, Washington, yeah. and same for Kyler Murray and Tua struggling against Georgia. That I think that's fair. I think you having Haskins over Tua is probably the right call. I just yeah, Kyler Murray and Dwayne Haskins I think were more important to their football team than Tua. Yep. And I love and, Tua. And, <laughs> And, the, and Tua yeah. would finish third. I think Tua's third. a better player. And Tua would finish third in, in my Tua's mind. the best quarterback of the three. The, like, think, pro- prospect or just... Prospect, yes. Well, both, but yeah, prospect. Dwayne Haskins is probably the best prospect. Ooh. Tua, Tua's, Tua's got some some stuff that's going to come up when you watch the tape. You're not wrong. I agree with you. He, like, Haskins goes through his reads, and prog- like, progressions faster than any quarterback in the country. And like two, he also, Tua locks he also gets lock. very flustered by pressure. And Tua locks onto every receiver he throws to, right. and it's all pre-snap. Right. He's already determined it. You're like right. it's gonna come out. But also, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Doak Walker wore best running back prospect slash production slash. I don't know. Okay, well, <laughs> obviously Ronnie Anderson. Okay, we'll we'll go with the top three. Ronnie Anderson, he didn't produce this year. Not his fault, obviously. But I'm just saying. Damian, Damian Harris. Harris Alabama Damian doesn't produced. let him. Which no. is going to be good for him in the long run. So, yes, absolutely. David Montgomery, not a big enough year. Yeah. Uh, uh, do we both have Daryl Henderson? I have Daryl. Yeah. Okay, he led the name. Wait, no, second. Second. Rushing? Yeah. John. Nineteen hundred. Yeah, Taylor. Nineteen hundred and nine yards. Eight point nine per carry. Again, which is fucking nuts. And again, it's coming back to he did more for his draft stock as a running back this year than mm-hmm. I think any other running back. See, that's a part of your thing. I don't know if that's... A, actually, my next one's a part of that. But anyways. Yeah, some awards, it's a part of it for you. Uh, no, no, yeah. no, no. 22 touchdowns, uh, tying with Devin Singletary. Quietly yeah. another good year. Uh, the consistent, just destroying defenses from Darrell Henderson. Yeah. I, I couldn't not pick him. Um, right. I'm also really high on him as a prospect. Uh, he's might be my favorite running back prospect to watch. Yep. So, but yeah, it, it was it was hard to pick any of the actual top three running back prospects because of mm-hmm. just circumstances. The Bolitnikov was wide fucking open. Sorry. Oh, the Bolitnikov that, wide that open. Yeah, tough. the Bolitnikov is yeah. wide open. It was really tough for me. Yeah. Uh, who'd you end up going with? Oh man, there's so many guys to consider. Uh, I. I went with. I ended up going with Hollywood Brown. Me too. I think that's the okay, right selection. Okay. Okay. Seventy-five catches, thirteen hundred yards, ten touchdowns. Uh, he meant a lot to that Oklahoma offense. Obviously, one of the best in the nation's nation. Yeah, he, he helped himself in the draft too. Mm-hmm. I, I he kind of hit all the boxes. Yeah, that's why I think. I think like you know, like Andy Isabella fucking stuffed the stats, but. He's not going to be a first round pick. No, yeah, and like Hollywood played himself into being a first round pick. Hollywood has the production. Hollywood yeah. meant so much to that offense. Um, like Hollywood, I think Hollywood Brown's going to end up being a top, probably top three 
Definitely top five receiver prospect, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for for the smaller school guys, uh, I had like Isabella. I had Wesley. Like this, I'm talking like more college production. Yeah. Uh, Preston Williams, like I said earlier, he had a really fucking good year. He was like top ten in like all receiver stats. I think like I also considered Nikhil Harry of Arizona State. He wasn't consistent enough week to week for me. A- yeah, I agree. AJ Brown for sure was in the conversation here. Uh, I think Hakeem Butler. From mm-hmm. Iowa State, falling under the the category of did the most for their stock. Yeah, uh, JJ Arcega Whiteside. Yeah, I think he might be number two. I don't know. He, he his his year was strange, and he got hurt. Um, I love yeah. I love him though. So many I mean, goddamn receivers in this draft. It's gonna be so. Can I throw like a small a guy that gets no love, but you know I yeah, love him. Yeah, of course. James Proch, another great year from him. He's a junior, right? Yeah. So he'll probably. I, so. I hope he goes back. And I'm assuming yeah. he will. Again, uh, the Michigan game. Watch it. And he's had some other big fucking. Yeah, games. he's he's interesting. Uh, okay, the John Mackey Award, uh, best tight end <sighs> prospect slash. It's just fucking tough too, man. Well, of course. I think there's really four guys you look at here. But I mean, that's a lot. But I think I I went I went off the. I, I you're gonna be upset with mine, so I want to hear yours first. No, mine's. I think it was the. I think you consider four people. I think there was one clear choice, and he won the actual award. It's T.J. Hawkinson from Iowa. He checks the stat box. He checks the um, meant the most to his team. He checks mm-hmm. the did the most for his draft stock. I think he's locked himself into being the tight end too and a potential first round pick. I went with the stats because like uh, there's a lot of dudes that I think were worthy. Like okay, so you guys are Hawkinson, Faint, uh, Caden Smith, and. Uh, um, Oh, uh, Irv Smith and, and Jay Sternberger. See, so yeah, mine were Sternberger, Irv Smith, Fant, Hawkinson, and the guy I gave it to. Zach Gentry. Caleb Wilson. Caleb Wilson. Oh, that's a bad pick. 60 catches, 965 yards. I love Caleb yards. Wilson, but I, like... He led the country in both of those stats for tight ends. I'm also looking at, like, it's a, it's a prospect. Hawkinson's the best blocking tight end in the draft. Yeah, I know, but we're all... I know, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying, I had a tough time. Four touchdowns only... Again, this uh, tight end class is stupid good. Uh, with yeah. all the underclassmen. With the underclassmen, yeah. Hawk- I'm not arguing, like, like, I'm not saying Caleb Wilson's the best tight end in the country because I know he's not. Well, but. I mean, yeah, again, our, giving them the award doesn't mean they're our number one at the position. No, no, obviously not. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with your, your short list. But that's that's a hell of a year from Caleb Wilson. And if you watch UCLA, like, I, I, I mean, I think I said it earlier when I, we were talking about him declaring. Yeah. Their passing game was generally only successful when it ran through him. Yep. And, like, like obviously there's a lot, like, Dawson Knox. We oh, that's another. Talented, it, he, he should be considered, but we can't because Ole Miss literally doesn't. There is tape yeah. of Tamu in games where Dawson Knox is wide open and waving his hands, and Tamu will not throw him the ball. And then just, like, throws it away. It's pretty ridiculous. Like, Poor Dawson yeah. Knox. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I, I went with the production here. No, that's Because I think, I think in a year where there's a lot of good tight ends, but they, they kind of don't. Like Hawkinson, I guess. But, you know, uh, Noah Fant never put the numbers up that he was supposed to. Because I will refuse to let him. Yeah, Sternberger. I feel like that, that. Yeah, Sternberger ended up being the first team All-American tight end, eh? Even though I think Hawkinson, that's the rage. Hawkinson won the Mackey. Yeah, that's weird. You don't see that too often. And Irv Smith, another guy, like, again, just not the numbers. A lot of, yeah, I think you'll find a lot of tight ends, just college teams aren't great at getting them involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ones that do get really involved, a lot of the time it's, like, schemed. 
Yeah. Him. Like, not like I'm not shitting on Mark Andrews at Oklahoma or anything, but he lined up in the slot a ton, and that's where a lot of his production came. Yep, but I mean, he's having a great. Oh no, year. he's gonna he's gonna be their tight end one. I over Hayden Hurst. <laughs> Uh, okay, the Outland Trophy, which we change, I change it just to make it for the best offensive lineman. Yeah, because I, I think that's what it should be for. I agree. Uh, anyway, who did you choose? I want Jonah Williams. Yeah, me too. I think that was a slam dunk pick. Yeah, he's he did exactly what we hoped he would do. Mm-hmm. He's the clear best offensive tackle in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be a top, I think probably a top five pick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, there's like. I don't think there's any debate about that. Uh, okay, the Remington Trophy, best center. I went with Beadis. I still can't say his name. From Wisconsin. And I can't say his name even more than you, and I also went with him. Yeah, he's, okay. he's the best center prospect. No, no questions asked. Yes. Um, Who's next for you? Garrett, Bra- I mean, not- Garrett Bradbury, and he did win it in real he life. Won the, he won, yeah. Yeah, I think that was a good choice. He's my number two center prospect. I guess Pierce Bacher is in the conversation. Yeah. Um, I think you, you could even throw Elgin Jenkins from Mississippi State in there. Uh, yeah, but I really like Beadis. I hope that's how you say it. He like I think he can be a Pro Bowl NFL center. Garrett Bradbury I think could be like a decade starting center. I, I actually don't like Beadis too much. I don't know if you remember us doing the offseason. Yeah, I do. I'm not. not I, I didn't watch anything this year. Yeah. Like I watched Wisconsin games, but I didn't watch any tape. So hopefully he he's very fucking so. good. I, I like, want. I got like a Travis Frederick comp on him. Yeah, that's way too big for me. Uh, I dude, really, dude, dude, just watch him. Okay, I, I did. No, I no, watch him. him. I would watch him before you, you you crucify yourself with a bad. I'm team. not crucifying myself. You, well, no. you haven't watched them, so you can't say anything. Yeah, I have this watch year. In the summer? No, not this year. Yeah, you watch the game in the summer. Trust me, watch him. Uh, Garrett Bradbury, though, I think is going to be a really good center, and I think that this is cool that he actually did win the Remington. It's funny how the Remington sometimes is like like a first round center, and then like a guy like that, that doesn't even get drafted. It's a really polarizing... Center's polarizing. a weird position in college yeah. football. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, okay, finally for offense, the Paul Hornung Award, which we've changed it to be the most versatile offensive player in the country. You're going to get so angry at me, but I want to hear yours first. Oh, mine's Debo Samuel, South Carolina. Okay. I thought that was a uh, pretty good pick. He kind of just... That is a He can do pick, anything. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what I've thought about him from day one. He's just... He's a lot of fun. Uh, sorry, who's yours? I went with a pure college production here, okay? Uh, really my runner-up is... Yeah, you're, I'm going to get yelled at. It's okay. Uh, my runner-up is James Williams. Would you yell at me for that one? Maybe. Oh, you're going to get me more mad. Uh, I went way off the fucking board. You know I have to do one weird one, Rob. I haven't done any... I guess Caleb Wilson was kind of weird. I have to do one weird one. Uh, this is Actually, a guy I take that, that back. I, I wouldn't yell at you for James Williams. I love James Williams. Uh, yeah, that's a good pick. No, you're going to yell at me for this, though. Jason Huntley, running back... New Mexico State, okay. One of the few players. Just the guy who had all the kick return touchdowns, right? Yes, yes. One of the few players in the country with 500 yards rushing and 500 yards receiving. Uh, Seven touchdowns rushing, 47 catches, three touchdowns receiving, both in the 500s, and three kickoff return touchdowns, and average 27.2. No, I'm in on this. This is so off the map, I'm in. Okay, cool. I'm glad. I watched uh, his highlights from 2017. Really sick. He's only a junior. Mm hmm. He's got like strange long speed. He's he's not like jittery. He's he's was he like consistent. Like he was a really good kick returner last year too. I'm yeah, just he had two, at his two kick returns. Right he's two kick return touchdowns last year. So this could be like my I like my his stat super, line a lot. Super fucking duper sleeper. I love his stat line. Five hundred, five hundred, five hundred. Yeah, yes, please. 
Okay, and I'm he, glad. And he, he, 13 total touchdowns, but, like, not, like, in a thousand-yard running back. Yeah. it's He's interesting. Like, and, See, like, he's doing this at New Mexico State. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, hey, look, you were my respect today. Don't Thank you. don't lose it when we move on to the defensive side of the football. No, I played it safe. Oh, smart, smart, smart. <laughs> I, the, I, I thought the defense was easier to pick, though. Yeah, my just uh, my versatile defense is I had a, a little bit of trouble with. Uh, uh yeah, no, I kind of I, I don't want to say I copped out, but I like you. I th- I copped. Okay, maybe we have the same guy though. Let's go. Okay, starting at the top with the I made this award up the Jonathan Allen Award, the best senior defensive player in the country. Uh, if it's an Allen Award, I gotta give it to Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen, Kentucky edge rusher, was the yeah. I thought the def- the best choice. I, I agree. He did yeah. he did meet as much for his draft stock as anyone this year. His 14 produ- sacks, 19 TFLs. That's big time production. Produ- yeah. yeah, production was huge. And was the most important player on the best Kentucky football team I've ever seen. Yep. Uh, I also think you could consider Montez Sweat from Mississippi State and DeAndre Baker, the Georgia corner. Yeah, I think that's that's a solid three. But yeah, it was, I think it was clearly Josh Allen. Yeah. Like he, he went from, I don't know. I think I like maybe I was higher on him I think than a lot of people, but mm-hmm, from like were. a third round guy to like a first round guy, yeah. But there was people who like thought he was a late day three guy and now have him in the first round, so that's huge, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the Bronco Nagurski Award for the best interior defensive lineman prospect. Quinn Williams. Yeah, that's. I I'm, I'm trying not to give him a lot of awards. Yeah, no, like... I I did my best too. I I didn't give him a ton. I tried my best not to because he could win everything he's eligible for. Yeah. But it's funny because Quinton Williams is the slam dunk easy pick, but most years there's a bunch of other guys you could consider. Like, obviously Ed Oliver, but he did. And this is a really good class. Yeah. It's just, he was the slam dunk. Jeffrey Simmons, Rob Willis, Jerry Tillery, yeah. even Christian yeah. Wilkins. Like, is That's like a fucking strong group mm-hmm. for any other year. Like, yeah. Quinton, they'd be like, holy cow, who do I pick? Quinton Williams was just the, an absolute monster every single week. He was probably the best prospect I saw every week. So. Yep, I agree. Uh, okay, the Ted Hendricks Award for the best edge rusher in college football. Uh, okay, so Josh Allen was up for this, I think. But uh, giving him the John Allen Award, I'm, I'm not giving it here. Uh, I went with Ja'Kai Polite. Uh, I did too. But I do okay. think... Go ahead. Like, we both picked him, but there was a few guys you could look at. Like, obviously, yeah, Brian, Josh Allen. Brian, I, and again, I didn't want to pick Josh Allen for two things. Yeah, so. no, me either. Uh, Brian Burns, obviously. Uh, Clellan Farrell, I think. But polite eleven sacks, eighteen TFLs, uh, better than both of them, or fair lot more sacks, right? It doesn't matter. No, I think polite. They was either the same or polite had like they were like all all Burns, Polite, and Farrell were really close in sacks. Yeah, like within a half and one and a half. Uh, just a monster year from polite too. I think he had like five forced fumbles. Too. Yeah, yeah, he uh, it was both. it was insane. He took games over, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. he and again he did more for his stock than probably any edge rusher. Yep, hundred percent, and that's saying something because Allen did a lot, but Polite came out of fucking nowhere. So. Actually, fuck, that's hard to decide who did more for their stock. For, for me, Polite for me, it was Polite because I was higher on Josh Allen than most people, though. No, yeah, I think Polite's. I agree. Um, but yeah, Pol- Polite complete stud. Brian Burns, I and Farrell would uh, obviously also be good pick, and Josh Allen, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, Polite is borderline top ten pick now, and I love yep. him. Uh, okay, the Dick Buckus linebacker award. Kind of hard I, not to pick Devin White, right? Yeah, I played it safe. Went with Devin White. Like, Mac Wilson, just not the same production. Mac, Mac Wilson might be the better prospect, but yeah. from when you add in production, it's it's pretty hard to choose against Devin White. Yeah, 115 tackles this year for Devin White. 12 TFLs. That's a big number for a linebacker. And he actually won uh, the award, too. 
Yeah. Two sacks, five uh, pass deflections, two forced fumbles. He was just a monster coming forward. And, and we've talked yeah. about the difference between him and Mac yep. Wilson before. Like, Devin White's going to eat everything in front of him, but Mac Wilson's such a gifted athlete moving. Mm-hmm. And Mac Wilson makes more sense for the – like, I'm, I'm assuming Mac Wilson is drafted before Devin White. Yeah, I don't think they'll be far apart, but I agree. Yeah. Um, this one's a little interesting. The Jim Thorpe Award, best defensive back prospect. Uh, you know Greedy Williams is my boy, Rob, but I just don't think he had a strong enough year. He he came uh, third for me to win it. Yeah, uh, over Byron Murphy, who won it for me. Oh, you picked Byron Murphy? I did. Oh, yeah, putting some respect on my guy. Yeah, uh, fifty-six tackles, four TFLs, four picks, uh, thirteen pass deflections. Another guy that helped us stock a fucking big time. Yeah, there was hype, but he'd only played in like six games as a. Yep. Mm-hmm. What was he? A redshirt freshman. But yeah. there, there was like whispers that this is the best cornerback prospect Washington's had, and obviously they've had a lot recently. Yep. Um, and then like it legit happened. Yep. He, yeah, he's just gonna be a. Top, I think he'll be a top fifteen pick, and there's a legit argument between him and Greedy Williams for corner one, depending on what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with Deontay Thompson though, the Alabama safety, who I am head over heels for. I think you know that though. Yep. Um, I love Byron Murphy too. Uh. But yeah, Deontay Thompson just he does everything I think so well, and he's got rare range for a safety. I think he'll be a top five player, maybe not pick, but on my big board. Yeah. Um, and finally, the Sean Taylor Award, the most versatile defender prospect. I made this award up as well, but it should be a real award. I agree. I have a gripe with the name though. Why? I think it should be Minka. I it was originally Derwin James, so. That's also cool. Hey, uh, um, no, it was originally Derwin James. I was like, that that feels too recent. Oh, yeah, Sean, cool. Sean Taylor's the original Derwin James, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I went with Deontay Thompson here. Okay. Yeah, 70 tackles, three and a half for loss, two picks, five pass deflections. It, it was uh, tough because there's nobody, like, last no. year it would have been, like, Derwin James because he played everything, but there was no one who <laughs> actually did that this year. Or, yeah. or, like, Minka played all over the place as well. There was nobody yeah. who actually... Did that? I can. Deontay Thompson was probably my second choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with Josh Allen though, the because okay. Kentucky played him all. Yeah, all, yeah, they like, moved him. Yeah, he played mm-hmm. all, obviously primarily on the edge, but he also was one of the best cover, I guess, linebackers in college football if you call him a linebacker. Um, so that kind of put it over the top for me. That's fair. All right, the three big ones now. We'll start with the uh, Chuck Benerick Award, the best defensive prospect. I'm still not even sure who I'm picking. Because I'm not trying to pick the same guy for that and the Heisman. So, Okay, so the best defensive prospect. Yeah, no, I'm picking the same guy. I'm going to give it to Nick Bosa. Look, clearly he didn't play very much. He only no, a, for now that we're here, I feel like that's the, a good choice. Okay. three. He only appeared in three games. In those three games, he had four sacks, six TFLs, 14 tackles. He was on his way to uh, a monster year. Yeah. And he's going to be a top three pick yeah so yeah. might be the number one pick just because the yes. edge is so important yes. um no that's a really good pick um if he wasn't hurt i definitely would have picked him i just like trying to spread it out but now i wish i picked him so that's where i'm at i don't want to pick quinn williams because he's gonna win the bigger one i'm, I'm spoiler alert, uh, I'm t- so. sorry i'm talking myself through it and then it's like i don't know i picked deontay thompson okay mainly because i like i said i'm head over heels for him i think he's a top five prospect Bosa and Oliver both got injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, like, Quinnen is 
going to win my Heisman. Spoiler again. So the, but then it lands on Deontay Thompson. It's just I think he's such a freaky safety. Like, yeah. like flashes of Ed Reed, man. I'll say it. I'll say it. Okay, the Maxwell Award for the best offensive prospect. I want you to go first. Jonah Williams. Mine are all Alabama people. Jonah Williams, the, he's legitimately the best offensive player on my big board. I uh, I also picked Jonah Williams because he's going to be the first offensive player drafted. Mm, quarterback. Probably. Quarterback. Yeah, it, 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 it depend, he should be no, the first it, offensive player it, drafted. It, but it depends. Yeah. It depends he'll how, be, how, we'll just yeah. we'll say he'll be the highest offensive player on both our big boards, I'm assuming. Yeah, probably. Um, again, he also did not get the hype he deserved for the season he had. It was just like, because everyone hard, knows he's it. really good. Yeah, exactly. So, like, everyone was just, like, lived with it. And other than draft Twitter, no one really talked about how fucking awesome he is. Um, and finally, the Heisman Trophy for the best prospect. We're both going to have the same guy. Do we? Rashawn Gary. Sean Gary. No, I have Kyler Murray. For baseball. And I have... No. I have Quinn Williams. I have, 66 titles, I have Rocky Bowser, TFLs. outfielder, Colorado. 18, 18 TFLs, 8 sacks. It felt like he was in the backfield every fucking snap this year. Yeah, no one was more dominant. Probably was. He, he was uh, the most dominant he, player in college football. Yeah. He was. A guy, he deserves the award. A guy voted him for the real Heisman, and people got I so saw. mad at him. And I was like, Stupid. what the fuck? That, like, he deserves it. Yeah, the guy was like, I picked the player I thought who was the best when I watched football. And, I mean, he's not wrong. Quinn Williams is the best player in college football. So Also, like, it, it, like you know how even like sometimes it's like, we're not talking about NFL prospects, blah, blah, blah. Quinn Williams is the best player on the best team. Yep. Period. Yep. So, like, that that's usually who wins the Heisman. But, uh, hey, Kyler may be more than deserving, by the way. And I picked him before the season, so. Fuck you. Uh, you're a genius. <laughs> but yeah, Quinn and Williams. Lincoln, Lincoln Riley's a genius. It's not me, Rob. You think, uh, who's the backup quarterback? He's going to win the Heisman next year? Yeah, of course. That'd be insane. Uh, okay, that's everything we've got this week. I don't know what we'll be doing next week. I don't know either. I guess talking about the bowl prospects we see in bowl games? I guess, it's yeah. It'd be interesting. <laughs> Uh, oh, hey, 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 the declarations and the senior bowl invites really help us. They, yeah, that's true. But they're slowing down, too, a little bit. So yeah. I guess not declarations. They'll, they'll keep coming. Yeah. Uh, okay. That'll do it for us here at Seven Runs in Heaven. You can follow us on Twitter at AJMarchese13, at RobPaulNFL, uh, Armchair at ACLAmericans, at, Ar- at ArmchairNFL. Uh, go to ArmchairAllAmericans.com. I'm finally going to start writing stuff. <laughs> Eventually. Uh, been watching strange people's tapes so I can do the best uh, NFL draft prospect on every bowl team. So I'm looking. I'm looking at you, Donnie Lewis of Tulane. Uh, so See. so check you later, fam. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.